0: Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT.
1: Yo, what's up? Welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Corey, Frankie, and Benny coming to you right before, about 48 hours or so before we kick off the final four of the NFL, AFC, and NFC Championship game. Want to spend some time on that today, but also want to remind everybody to head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't forget, got a lot of promotions going down this week for that said game, that uh, NFC and AFC Championship game right now on DraftKings.com. You can get a, uh, a bonus. Bonus money if you bet a parlay, 25% parlay bonus, two-team parlay, you get a 25% bonus, and also an odds boost on Conor McGregor. You can get Conor McGregor at even money for UFC 257. And before you bet on UFC 257, make sure you check out our guy Casey Olsen's work. Been red hot all pandemic long. Ben, what up with you, my man?
2: What's going on, boys? Ready for some football. Ready to get my prediction correct of the Chiefs and the Packers making their way to Super Bowl Sunday. It's just, what, three weeks from or A little more than three weeks from now that we actually get a Super Bowl. Like maybe it's two. I'm trying to figure out all the time. I just know that I'm ready for Sunday. All
1: right, Frankie, what do we got? We got the Super Bowl about a little over two weeks away, so we got the big NFC and AFC Championship games this weekend. Cold temperatures in the Midwest for these home teams.
3: Yeah, it definitely looks like weather could definitely be quite frigid and quite cold. Uh, Still waiting to see the official word, though. As we know, the the weather conditions can always change. And I think the only thing that can really affect these games in particular would be windy conditions as opposed to even inclement weather or snow or anything like that. Because we know that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers specifically, they know how to play in those kind of, you know, elements. No doubt about it. All right, so let's get
1: ready to hop right in. Let's start on the NFC side. Battle of the goats, you know what I'm saying? Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to the frozen tundras of Lambeau Field. The Packers, three-and-a-half-point favorites been the total sitting up there. 51-and-a-half Packers plus $1.55 on the money line. This is the last look before the weekend. What are you thinking?
2: I like Green Bay from the very beginning. I know that the Packers now have since moved to minus three and a half. It was right sort of on teetering on the edge between three and three and a half. But um, I, I like the Packers in this game. I like the under in this game as well. The under you can find uh, my write up over at si.com gambling in our best bet section. Uh, to me, it's all about finding an ideal matchup. And I know that the, the, the Packers looked terrible. Against Tampa Bay earlier this season, but I think it's a very different team. It's a much more confident team on defense. It's not the same group that gave up 38 points to Tampa, where they just completely let their guard down, and Aaron Rodgers had a bad pick six. That was, he threw two of his five interceptions. In that game, he's completely locked in. You have all different dimensions that you can attack on Tampa Bay. And I I know that the Bucs have put up a lot of points. They're averaging just under 34 points per game over their six-game winning streak. But a lot of those points were coming against bums like Atlanta and Minnesota and Detroit. And and they put up 30-plus points against the Saints. But I think that was mostly, in large part, to the bad mistakes that Drew Brees made. So I'm just not as convinced that Tampa Bay is going to come in with no Antonio Brown, with a banged-up Mike Evans. On the road at Green Bay, where Aaron Rodgers has been so good and so consistent over the course of his career, they just feel like the team right now and they're locked in. So I like them to do well. I like them to be able to slow down Tampa Bay, pin their ears back, and blitz Tom Brady that has struggled all year against pressure. So to me, it's the Packers in a fairly comfortable game. And I also think the under hits as well.
1: Antonio Brown has been ruled out for this one, Frankie. We got Tom Brady, the GOAT, heading to Lambeau Field for his first NFC Championship game. Uh, Big-time situation right here. We're getting Tom Brady as an underdog. Really do you get that in the championship round, Frankie? What do you think about Tampa Tom going on the road to the Frozen Tundra? Listen, the Packers have been the best team in the NFC all season, but they've been the best team in the NFC years in the past and have not made it to the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, definitely. That's, that's always the concern and always the worry here. But it looks like, you know, listen, as, we, as, I, as I was able to reach out to my Vegas sources last week when I think the biggest indicator and the biggest, you know, uh, emergency light that came on and the red light for all of our SI Pro community was when I, it was revealed to me and I revealed to them that the biggest liability of the entire weekend was the New Orleans Saints all money line parlays, all teaser action, every single wager closing out the weekend was tied to Drew Brees, which to me was shocking because it showed that there was not a lot of faith. So that was one of the most, you know, the biggest statement that I got in the entire weekend last week was when the my one of my sources said to me for the first time in nearly 15 or maybe even 20 years in the NFL playoffs, we need Tom Brady And boy, did Tom Brady come through as we saw. So now let's fast forward to this championship round. And I was shocked to hear that now the biggest liability of the entire weekend right now of any of the four teams is Tampa Bay. Not only are the books high in liability in future wagers, I mean real high in future wagers, they are also high right now that nearly 73% of money line wagers are involving getting Tom Brady at those attractive plus odds, something that you never see happen. So last week, it looked like the betters weren't really so willing to back Tom Brady and grab those plus odds. Now they're jumping ship and saying, wow, it was profitable last week when it burned us, so let's jump in right now and back him in the NFC title game in a and I think that, you know, betters might be a little bit off on this one because we know that facing a probably 60% healthy Drew Brees with obviously still suffering from 11 broken ribs was not able to torque his body and really find Michael Thomas down the field or outside the numbers. And they made second half adjustments. Kudos to Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles to be able to do that in the second half. And it completely changed the course of the game as we saw. You know, Breeze makes several interceptions in that game. But now to be doing it against Aaron Rodgers and the way that this offense is playing, as well as Devontae Adams, who's been nearly unstoppable. And then when you factor in that running game, which is becoming a almost a, a three-headed monster with Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, as well as rookie A.J. Dillon on the ground, and then factor in that the defense is playing at a lot Higher level than the last time that these two teams met back, uh, you know, way back when. When a lot of people want to reference and allude to the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers absolutely crushed. Tom uh Aaron Rodgers 38 to 10 but as we know <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has been on the media airwaves already showing that that game it's really no indication because there are two different teams a lot of things change we saw what happened last week when a lot of people were factoring that in uh to the fact you know to their wagers when they were backing the Saints because the Saints had absolutely crushed Tom Brady earlier I believe by I think it was 35 points and then we see that Tampa Bay came away with a 10 point victory in the divisional round last week of the playoffs now everyone's alluding to the fact of this 28 point victory earlier in the year by tampa bay and aaron Rodgers is saying not so fast and so are the vegas whisper sharps as we know guys we, we shared over you know uh Ben and Corey we shared with the SI pro community earlier in the week as well it was was posted over at SI gambling the Vegas Whispers shops have spoken on this game and they have backed Tom uh Aaron Rodgers and they've laid the three points earlier in the week as Ben alluded to this number is now going up to three and a half nearly globally Hey, really, right, quickly,
2: Frankie, you? let me just yeah. weigh in. Let me just weigh in just for a quick second. So let's say you're listening to this podcast right now and you see on your book Green Bay sitting there at minus three and a half. And you're thinking to yourself, man, I was thinking about getting Green Bay at minus three. I waited too long. Should they go ahead and consider based on the information you have in the Vegas whispers information? Should they consider it at minus three and a half or should they wait to go in play to try and get it at a better number?
3: Well, it all depends on what the odds are that you're going to be offered. If you're getting three and a half even money or three and a half minus 05, and then to buy the half a point, to buy that hook, most times it'll probably bring cause you to maybe come back down to minus three, minus a dollar and a quarter. That's the number that actually the Vegas Whispers shops actually laid. They laid minus three, minus 120, as well as minus three, minus 125. So if you can match that number, I would say do that. If not, as we often stress here, don't force plays because in play live wagering will easily present that number. And you might even be able to even beat that number should Tampa Bay get out to the early lead. Yep, that's interesting. Um,
1: I I, I, I agree, with Ben. I, I, it makes sense what you said and what Frankie said as well. I'm actually going to do something different. I'm going to play this game a number of different ways. And actually right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook, I'm actually going to take a shot for it. I'm going to lay Tampa. I'm going to lay Green Bay. At minus nine and a half and plus 235.
3: Ah, Corey knows what we spoke about last night, and that te- definitely leads credence to. I like that wager a lot. I think that you you might even be able to get a better number even than than probably so two. right. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I I actually think that that you know, if you wait even closer to kickoff come Sunday morning, uh, Sunday afternoon, I think that you'll be able to even beat those plus odds, Corey. I think that number just continues to go up. But I'll tell you why, and this is something that Corey and I spoke about uh, privately offline uh, late last evening, which is you know obviously, guys, that was would be looking at the fact that when I spoke to my Vegas sources, two different books told me that right now, the liability on teaser wagers right now is 92% to taking the underdogs right now. It's almost like they the betters are walking up here in Vegas and they think that it's free money to tease both underdogs up to around nine, nine and a half, ten 10 in that range depending on if you're using a six, six and a half or seven point teaser. They are looking at these two teams like it's a foregone conclusion that a two team teaser teasing these two teams up past and through the prime numbers of seven and eight will be an automatic payout. Well, I'm here to say that when you got that kind of liability, one of these underdogs is going to lose this weekend by 10 or more. You can take that to the house. Which one of those two teams, I'm not so sure, but either Buffalo or Tampa Bay will lose by double digits. Why? Because Vegas cannot afford to be giving out free tickets. I've been around this too long. And when you have that kind of percentage, that nearly 92% of the money is coming in. Now, most times, guys, you got to understand the home teams in these particular situations are not really a you know, a three point, two and a half, three and a half point favorite. Normally these spreads are a lot higher because the fans are coming into play because you got to remember most times when they're factoring in these wagers, the home team, according to the odds makers, usually get three points automatically. But with no fans in the stands or limited fans in the stands, as we'll see in both of these situations, I believe that you'll be seeing, you know, it's you're getting kind of a break on both of these games. And also the odds makers are trying to draw people in, in my opinion, somehow, some way, one of these underdogs, if not both have a chance of blowing up that teaser money right now, which is nearly uh, something absurd right now for teaser wagers to be that high. 92% liability for books right now, where betters are walking up to the window right now and thinking it's just free money right now. When we know that something looks like that, and has that kind of impact to the bottom line of what sports books are going to need. That is when you run in the opposite direction and you get off the side of the show, of the public because somehow, some way, shape, or form. I don't know if you guys have a particular opinion. Maybe one of you two do. Which one of those two teams, those two road teams this week, has the best chance of losing by double digits? I know we got a couple minutes before we wrap it up, but you want to hop in there right on? Or hop in there right
1: on that. Hop in right on that, Ben.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm in agreement that I think it's going to be Tampa Bay. I think the matchup sets up much better for the Packers, and you know that's that's interesting about the teasers because I actually went the opposite way. I, I took the favorites um, when they had a little bit of a lower line, and I teased them to six and a half. Uh, so now I have the Chiefs at plus three and a half, and I have the Packers at plus three and a half, just in the event that things could get a little bit out of hand because I I, I'm expecting Green Bay to win comfortably it was Kansas City and also trying to to determine whether or not I like them even at plus three and a half with Chad Henney as opposed to Patrick Mahomes knowing that they're playing at Arrowhead so I I maneuvered with some of those numbers a little bit but I I think if you're asking me to determine which of these two matchups am I anticipating being a little bit more of a blowout I, I think it's going to be Green Bay over Tampa Bay
1: no doubt about it. Don't forget, now you got the NFC and AFC Championship Games going down this weekend. Also got UFC 257, better at DraftKings Sportsbook. Get a plus 100 odds boost on Conor McGregor. And don't forget our guy, Casey Olsen, hot as fish grease. All right, let's get into it. Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, your neck of the woods. Three and a half point favorite Chiefs, Ben.
2: Yep, Chiefs are moving up. And I, I think there you could see indications that this line could climb as high as maybe minus four and a half, possibly even minus five. And frankly, I know that you're the, the expert here uh, and I know that you've talked to sources. So, so maybe that might be a little bit high, but uh, people have just been waiting all week to see whether or not Patrick Mahomes is going to play. And I think there was still that hesitation. Uh, I think what's fascinating about Kansas City is everybody knows they're the best team in the NFL. Uh, maybe you can make an argument that Green Bay is right up there with them, but uh, I, I look at Kansas City as clear-cut the top team in the NFL. They're running it back from a season ago. They just can't cover. It's been it's been a bugaboo for them all season long. It's been weird to just watch them. Uh, the last time they won by by double digits, last time they won by more than six points, you guys was week eight against the Jets. That's insane for for being the best team in the NFL with very winnable games both on the road and at home. I mean, they've they've failed to cover in, I think, seven of their last eight games. It's been wild trying to figure out these betting swings with Kansas City when they were the number one team against the spread from a season ago. So I, get, I am, bet, oh Go bet, ahead.
1: Bet, bet, bet. I get Golden State Warrior vibes from their heyday. They, they turn it on when they need to turn it on, and this is a week where they're going to have to no. turn it on.
2: No doubt. And Buffalo's defense, especially in the second half of the season, is far improved. Uh, Tredavious White is back to playing at a high level. They're putting pressure on the quarterback. And yes, Mahomes has been cleared to play And in all indications from the coaching staff that he looks like Patrick Mahomes, uh, even though he was dealing with some of that potential nerve issues and being in the concussion protocol. I will be back on Kansas City. I was able to get them at minus three. That was a number that I felt good about. Um, the last time they were right around that area, they were minus two and a half on the road against New Orleans. Ended up covering that game. That was the one lone game against good competition that they covered pretty much in the second half. So I am confident that Buffalo going to Kansas City with the Chiefs in full-on mode to repeat and get back to the Super Bowl will be able to cover that three points this week.
1: All right, Frankie, come in here and clean this one up for us
2: yeah well I, I think that the
3: reason why you won't see this number probably go to four and a half five in that range which it probably normally should is because betters are like scorned ex-boyfriends or scorned ex-girlfriends whatever the case may you want it to be they it's always about what have you done for me lately and they've burned people because you know Ben you alluded to it Kansas City is one and eight ATS over their last nine and you know if we look a little bit even deeper they're three and eight ATS over their last 11 on the flip side you know Buffalo. They're 9-3 ATS over their last, you know, 12 games. So they've been an absolute cash cow for their backers at the winders. And it looks like they're willing to do that once again, especially when they're getting them at plus odds. But I am the voice of reason here because I want to actually say, as bad and poor as Kansas City's record is against the spread, let's look at what, what happened in a, a couple of these games. I'm just going to highlight two of them. One, last week they were easily covering by double digits and destroying – a Cleveland Browns team. Patrick Mahomes goes out of the game. The whole game changes. The Chiefs go into a virtual shell. And all of a sudden, it's let's just do everything we can to just get out of here with a win and not take the chance of putting the ball up or being risky down the field. And it worked out for them. And that's the reason why, in my opinion, the Browns were able to backdoor that cover. Then if we look at a game even earlier, I think we all know about this game. What about when they played the Miami Dolphins? And the Miami Dolphins inexplicably down... I believe it was nine with like fourteen seconds left. Attempted and converted, I believe like a fifty-six or fifty-seven-yard field goal, and then tried to get the onside kick, which made no sense to me. But what that did was and prevent another Kansas City cover. So a lot of these Kansas City covers, if we look a little bit deeper, there have been some really bad backdoor beats involving those, you know, this team. So I think that number is a little bit skewed, and I think that's why we're getting tremendous value on. Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in all of football, as well as a team that arguably has the best overall offense in all of football. Because I still believe that there is no other team that has more of a balanced, three-headed monster when it comes to Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill of any team that is playing on the final weekend. And that's right. inclu- and that's including Aaron Jones and Rodgers right now playing at elite level with Devontae Adams. I get it, but I still have Mahomes for me is rated higher. And then when you put Andy Reid and the cannolis that guy shows at home to make the calls he makes, just like he did with, you know, that fourth down call that nobody expected with Chad Henney, you know, uh, you know, coming off the bench. And virtual, you know, haven't seen him in what? How many years was it that the guy had never even took an NFL snap or was oh, seen I or heard from? I didn't from. think Chad Henney
1: was in the league no more. hundred percent. I was like, that's Chad Henney? For real? Yeah, it's I just unbelievable.
3: I, I, and and he has the stones to be able to make that call from midfield and a sprint rollout and find Tyree Kill, And that leads us, in, guys, into what is a player for the Vegas Whispers right now, which is going over. Five and a half receptions for Tyree Hill. It is juiced right now to minus $1.50. I actually believe that this number will actually juice all the way up to over $2 or eventually go to six or six and a half. Because if we look at it and we do a little bit of a deeper dive that I did this morning, we see that not only are Hill's targets absurd over his last 10 games. Guys, you ready for this? Tyreek Hill has gone over five and a half receptions in seven out of his last 10 games. That's a 70% clip. So 70% clip, if we do the numbers, only laying $1.50 juice, you're still getting tremendous value. So going over Tyree Kill is something I've already done. I laid it out here at $1.45, and it's over at being listed currently as we're doing this taping at $1.50 over at DraftKings. I believe that that is a, one of the strongest bets in this game because no matter who is on the center, even if, let's just say, God forbid, hopefully it doesn't happen, Patrick Mahomes is forced to leave the game again. I think that it showed last week that Chad Henney has a little bit of rapport, and the biggest in his first read is going to be going to that top whiteout, whether it's in a sprint rollout or however it would be. They are going to find ways to get Tyreek Hill the ball. I think over five and a half receptions, despite the fact of the heavy juice, could actually be free money in this game.